Hey, super gluers, welcome back to the super glue podcast. Thank you for being here. If you're like me, you are carrying a heavy load. We're here to put a little balance back on our lives. Take a breath and draw on our sources of strength. We're here to get real, share a morning prayer and gear up for a kick ass day. So let's jump in to this important topic, waiting with hope. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Oh my goodness. Do you feel like me? I feel like I am always waiting. I go from one experience with waiting on something, a result, an outcome, an answer to the next experience of waiting. And I feel like I'm finding myself wanting to find a little gratitude in between. Now, if you're like me, then your life has been a series of events in which you've had to wait because we don't get answers right away. I can say the worst waiting for me was when I was facing cancer. That's something big and dramatic, but you know, waiting on all the tests, waiting for the doctors to call, waiting for the surgery to see what what then might be ahead and what additional surgeries might be needed. Blah, 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 waiting, waiting, waiting. And sometimes our waiting is around things as big as that. But other times we might be waiting on someone to get back to us or waiting in line at the grocery store. Does anyone do that anymore? I feel like I go to self-checkout because I think it's going to save me time. And then I'm just waiting on myself to get done because I take forever scanning all those items. Anyway, there's always an opportunity for waiting. And I feel like when we're in the waiting moments, those moments where we're we're unsure and we don't know what's ahead and we need answers or we need someone to get back to us or waiting on an appointment or whatever it might be, we begin to get really stressed out because we're thinking about how something is going to turn out. We're just, we just want to know. And for us, it's about control. And we get burdened by that inner dialogue, right? We start to feel stressed or fearful and you know, sometimes we feel like we just want to start controlling. So we actually can even in this season of waiting, make ourselves a lot busier or spend our time doing things that are really not super purposeful. So I think I have to remind myself to be cautious when I'm in a period of waiting or I'm waiting on something to not fill that empty space with a bunch of yuck and nonsense. So today we're going to talk about non-attachment and it's a term that's not always used in a spiritual context, but it can be, it can, and it can pop up a lot in the uh, Buddhist religion or in Buddhism um, as well. But, you know, I think no matter what spiritual practice you have, it's a really great way for us to benefit from waiting using enhanced mindfulness and our ability to detach from thoughts that are not serving us. Oh my goodness. So, When we talk about non-attachment, we're talking about it with the same goal in mind, to lighten up, (sighs) to lighten up, to let go a little bit and really getting into the process of learning to let go. So when we talk about non-attachment and that lack of attachment, uh, this word uh, actually dates back to 1902 which is really cool. The first time the word was used um, as an English word and it it dates back to ancient Eastern thought. And I want to give credit to a really cool author. I've been uh, reading some of his work um, as he talks about attachment. And oh my gosh, I just lost, um, I just lost it. I'll come back to it. So we make sure that we give credit there. But 
but the waiting is so hard sometimes. And when we think about our ability to detach and let go, we have to think about it from things that set us apart from our attachments. So we get attached to things, locations, people, right? Like we, we've got to be aware of what we're attaching to. For me, it's usually attaching to the future. But sometimes when I'm waiting and I'm getting really anxious, I'm not even sure what I'm exactly attached to. So let's do that first. Let's kind of break down, okay? And I will tell you, without getting all into the details, I'm waiting on something really important right now. Okay, so I will share that this is a lived experience that I'm going through. And when I break that down and I say like, what am I attaching to that makes me feel like I need to know the answers? A lot of it is control, but what is the fear? What is the fear in the end? And I think for me, the fear is always about flexibility and freedom and lifestyle and just kind of like this holding on. I feel like I'm in a place where I want to hold on to what I have. So then I attach to it, right? So that might be a series of things that are going on with you. Uh, Like me, I can get attached to not thing. I'm not, I'm not someone who gets necessarily attached to my stuff, but just like the comforts of where I am in life right now. So it's not really the physical things. It's more of like the emotional comforts of where I am right now and not wanting to lose that. So not wanting that change, I guess, and the fear of change and the fear of the unknown. And so when we talk about waiting, we're usually attached to something. And so I would just invite you to kind of think about that. What is it that you're attached to and why are you attached to it? What about it? Are you fearing and and is the attachment healthy or unhealthy? Because a lot of times attachment can be really unhealthy because we're kind of holding on so hard to something, right? Sometimes we're even attaching to the past. So we want something that we once had and we are learning to let go of the past. And that can be really, really hard. Or sometimes we are attaching to things that are happening in the moment and we have a fear of something maybe that'll come in and and, um, change that, right? Like I think as every parent can relate to this, you know, we fear something happening to our kids. That's an attachment in a sense. And I mean, it is an attachment. And, And so when we're waiting, let's say on news about our kids, we're just, we're, again, we're engaging in that fear of something bad happening or something out of our control. So when we talk about practicing non-attachment, we want to think about letting go of the past, okay, what no longer serves you. And there's a Buddhist story that illustrates this idea and the Buddhists and his monks are traveling. And he asked if someone could build a raft across the river should they hold on to it after they reach the other side? So so if if in essentially they get this raft and they can get to the other side, is that raft worthy of holding on to? And it, it wouldn't necessarily be needed anymore, right? Like you no longer need that raft and carrying it would be a great burden because they don't need it, right? So being detached from the desire to keep it 
would take them down a healthier road. And I love this illustration because it's true. Like sometimes we are holding on to something that we just really don't actually need anymore. So when we're waiting on something, we're equating this waiting to something we've had in the past and we really just need to let go. So we know, of course, no one is perfect and we're all kind of thinking about, you know, um, things that make us feel rejected, right? And so we we tend to fall into this category as well. Of like when we're waiting, we become really fearful of maybe getting rejected. So let's say you're waiting on a new job and you then might get really fearful of what could happen if you don't get the job or you don't feel like you, quote, succeed. Um, and so you're kind of holding on to that, that uh, outward appearance of what it might look like if you don't get the job or you don't exceed, right? Succeed. So you're worrying then about what you perceive of yourself, but also what others perceive of yourself. And also we have to recognize that we, as we let go and we, we realize we are not perfect. So the inevitable truth is that things are going to change. Sometimes we get attached. We learn to let go. We're going to uh, impose on ourselves a greater sense of peace because we know that letting go allows us to draw closer to God. It allows us to find our place with the Lord. It, it allows us to let go of things that we no longer can hold on to. But we have to be without judgment in this process. And if we're going to be working on our ability to wait, then we have to think about these things that aren't serving us. Like if we keep saying, you know, I'm going to get rejected or I'll never get hired or what will pe people think of me if I don't get this particular job? And then we get in fear, we have to challenge those thoughts. And the Bible is a great way to come back to the thoughts that challenge us, to the things that we're holding on to, the waiting that makes us feel uncomfortable. And Jeremiah 29, 11 says, Oh, this is one of my favorites. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you hope and a future. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Let's get ready for a morning prayer. Father God, it is so hard to wait. Waiting, as you know, Lord, brings up in us fear. Waiting, Lord, sometimes makes us go into the past to seek something that maybe we need to let go of, or waiting sometimes takes us so far into the future and we anticipate how something might go and we see the worst case scenario or we begin to envision how it's going to turn out in a way that maybe isn't going to be likable to us. And we fear the unknown while we wait. Lord, allow us to wait in a state of non-attachment, to let go, to truly be present to this current moment. Lord, allow us to see the beauty around us. Allow us to notice what is happening today, not in the past, not in the future, not waiting with fear, but waiting in peace, Lord, knowing that you have plans for us that are good, plans for us to prosper, plans 
to protect us always. I ask you to lift up every super gluer here while they're waiting. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.